I was also thinking of Chennai Express because that whole town is like <laughs> that whole that whole like region. Yeah, that, that her like dad her, like, controls mob boss dad. <laughs> yeah, it's <yeah>. great. Um, <laughs> Talima. <laughs> okay. Talk Bollywood. I'm Kim. And I'm Katie. And we're here to talk about, well, no singing. (laughs) (laughs) Some dancing. Some dancing. Definitely some Bollywood boys. Yes. But most importantly, some Bollywood fans. Yes. Yeah. Troublingly so. (laughs) Yeah, right? It did occur to me as I was starting to watch this film, I was like, huh. Some of my favorite movies are just weird and dark <laughs> and kind of troubling. <laughs> I mean, you knew that. You know I did. That I did know me. that. I do know that about you. But it's also like sometimes, you know, you never know which of those things that you enjoy is going to be in that world. Right. <laughs> which are going to be in the like, you know, the delightful, happy boppy place. <laughs> yeah. Keep them guessing. You really exactly. run run the gamut. <laughs> yes. So what what are your initial surface level thoughts yeah i thought it was a solid film mm-hmm. i don't think i can ever watch it again <laughs> <laughs> that's fair i the secondhand embarrassment that i felt through the first mm. half of the movie was just so extreme that i was just like uh, like just chills <laughs> and like I, I don't know like spikes in my back I, that's not a thing and then the second half I could get a little bit more into because the that secondhand embarrassment wasn't there but I definitely have feelings about the ending um, yeah and I too. definitely felt like it didn't know whether it wanted to be like an action movie or a thriller and it yeah. had moments where it was good at doing both but it's another example of these movies where I'm like I wish you had just kind of picked one and gone in that direction as opposed to I trying to do everything. Have seen this once before. At the time that I watched it I was also surprised by the action scenes like yeah. and I agree I think it would have been more powerful without it. Yeah. I think so. The point of this was not that it was an action film. Right. Yeah. The point of it was that it was creepy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it, it's, it felt like they thought they needed to have that in there, but mm-hmm. they really did. And I think they could have leaned more heavily in the thriller side of things. But ultimately, like, I do think it was a good movie. And I there were a lot of things about it that I thought were very well done. You know, Shahrukh Khan is our <laughs> leading role, is in both of our leading roles uh, in this in- movie. In and as. In and as. Fan. I I did appreciate the dramaticness of that. I always love an in and as. Like, that's just, you know you're in for a good time when you see that. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Didn't really know anybody else in this movie. Um, And it wasn't about them. It really wasn't about them. (laughs) It was just about Shah Rukh. (laughs) It was Shah Rukh's movie. But it was directed by Manish Sharma, and Mm. it was written by Manish Sharma and Habib Faisal, who also wrote and directed Davite Ishq um, Mm. and wrote Ladies vs. Ricky Bell. This is such a different yeah. <laughs> beast. That's fascinating. Yes, it really truly is. <laughs> huh. Um, yeah. I can share this fact now. There's no reason to wait. 
Manish Sharma originally came up with the plot idea in 2006. Oh, wow. So like 10 years ten before years. the movie came out. Pitched it to Aditya Chopra, who was like, ooh, that seems challenging for your directorial debut. Mm. So Manish Sharma actually ended up debuting with Band Baja Bharat. Oh. Which... It's a good time. It is a good from time. From what I can remember. Yeah. So we'll watch that at some point. We will. But anyway. I okay, was like, well, whoa. <laughs> what, a, what a way to start and then what a place to go with your career. <laughs> yeah. It's dark. Yeah. But it is a great <laughs> idea for a story. Mm-hmm. Um, it really is. And yeah. it also in some ways like feels like a biopic for Shah Rukh Khan. <laughs> I had that thought as well. Yeah. yeah there's, there's a lot of similarities there. Well, shall we dive in yes let's just do it <laughs> right away we start off the movie with a bunch of footish footish footage. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's foot fetish but i know i was like foot fetish <laughs> swedish <laughs> swedish foot fetish <laughs> that's the name of my band in high school <laughs> <laughs> and footish was what your fans called you <laughs> yeah. Oh goodness. Okay. So the movie starts off with a bunch of footage from old SRK classics, but in mm-hmm. this world, this is not Shahrukh Khan. This is Aryan Khanna. Yes. And over this footage we hear a voice describing their friendship with Aryan Khanna, how everything he does they do too, and how even though they've never met they still live together in the movie theater. Mhm. And this kind of montage of Aryan Khanna ends with him saying, "Whatever and wherever I am today, it's all thanks to my fans. Without my fans, I am nothing." Yeah. And the voiceover we see belongs to a young man whose bedroom walls are absolutely plastered with pictures of Ariane Khanna. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in a way that already... Like, <laughs> is a little bit off-putting. He's a little yeah. bit disturbing, yeah. And he explains that when God made Ariane, he had a bit of clay left over, and so he made Ariane Jr., And this is Gaurav, our protagonist, at least for the first half of the film. (laughs) Yeah. And then he becomes our antagonist. (laughs) Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. It is, yeah. Gaurav looks exactly like Aryan. Enough differences that most of the time you can tell the difference between them, but very, very similar. But other than that, he's a pretty unremarkable guy. He owns a cyber cafe, and we see him go to work, and he chats with his crush Neha, and he also gets picked on by some other dudes. And these men are saying that Aryan doesn't matter to anybody anymore. Like, now the big star is Sid Kapoor, and Gaurav gets really offended by this, and he beats these guys up to defend Aryan's honor. But so then we cut to him backstage. He's getting ready for a show because he performs mm-hmm. annually in a lookalike competition as Ariane. And this year, the competition has a big cash prize that he's determined to win. And so we see him do his whole act where he's performing alongside Senior. That's he's Junior, Ariane Senior. Yes. First, he does this thing where he's like, hey, senior, help me steal hearts. I'm not good at stealing hearts. And so he does a bunch of like love scenes, including a nod to DDLJ. And then he does some fight scenes. And then he invites senior to dance with him. And Gaurav dances in front of a video projection of Aryan. 
It's pretty great. It is great. I it's would, a good show. I'd be super into this. Like, <laughs> I would too. go to this show. <laughs> Me too. The production value is amazing. It's really good. Yeah, and he's got, like, his parents are there helping yeah. him out and everything. It's it's very sweet. And I particularly like the moment in this number where he, like, rips open his sweatshirt. And he's wearing, like, one of those t-shirts that had, has abs. Yeah, <laughs> and he does the it. thumb thing. Yeah, <laughs> from Darday Disco. It's really good. It's very good. He does win the cash prize, and what he plans to do with this money is travel from Delhi, where he's from, to Mumbai, and meet Aryan on Aryan's birthday, which is just coming Mm -hmm. up in a few days. Um, And he wants to give Aryan the trophy that he won. And Gaurav's parents are, like, totally on board with this. So They're just nice, supportive parents. Yeah, they're just good people. And his parents send him along his way. But Gaurav isn't going about his travels in the normal way, because he knows that when Aryan first traveled to Mumbai from Delhi, he went WT, or without a ticket. And so Gaurav is hiding in the bathroom because he doesn't want people to find him. He doesn't want the security people to find him. But he does eventually get found... And he offers them money because he's like, I mean, I could have bought a ticket. I just didn't want to. I wanted to travel like Ariane Khanna did. Um, but it's like train travel in like 1990 was yes. definitely different than train travel in like 2015. It's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah. The security is not having it. And so they're like, you know, they're taking him away. They're saying they're going to like arrest him and he's going to be in a holding cell and he's not going to be able to meet Ariane Khanna on his birthday. So Gaurav mm-hmm. just like opens up the door to one of the train cars and half throws his body out of the train car. Yeah. And as he's just, like, dangling there, the security guys, like, they try to pull him back in, and he says that if he can't meet Ariane Khanna on his birthday, then life isn't worth living. And so the security guys promise him that he'll be able to meet him, and they pull him back in. And one of the guys is like, what are you, like, a relative of his or something? (laughs) And Gaurav just says, fan. Yeah. And so this is, like, our first big clue (laughs) that Mm -hmm. Gaurav is maybe a little bit unhinged. Yeah. But so he makes it to Mumbai, and he goes to stay in the same motel where Aryan stayed when he first came to Mumbai. He pays extra so that he can stay in the same room that Aryan stayed in, room 205. So the next day, Gaurav goes to stand with the crowd outside of Aryan's house, because just like Shah Rukh Khan, he, yeah. like, you know, he goes out and greets his fans. And Gaurav, you know, first he, he, like, tries to convince security to just let him into the house, but obviously <laughs> they don't do that. They're trained. <laughs> yeah. They're trained for this. Um <laughs> Then the crowd starts cheering, and Gaurav steps back to see that there's Aryan standing up on his terrace, waving to the crowd. I like, I did get chills in this moment. <laughs> yeah, no, I, because, I mean, Kim, am I correct in thinking that if and when we find ourselves in Mumbai? <laughs> I'd do this. <laughs> I also would. <laughs> And I can guarantee you I will fangirl the same way I fangirled when I saw One Direction live. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, I, I get it. I would also be this excited in this moment. But we will go without the intention or belief that we will actually meet Shah Exactly. Khan. Yes. We'll just, like, stand there and look at him. <laughs> yes. Just share exactly. the same air as him for a brief period yes. of time. But anyway, Gaurav, he's beside himself, and 
he starts waving, he starts calling Aryan's name, he pulls out his trophy, but obviously he is just one of the crowd, and Aryan doesn't take any more notice of him than he does of the hundreds of people around him. And then Aryan just goes back into his house. That's yeah. it. And the crowd starts to disperse. Gorov visibly pretty disappointed by this, but we see him call his mom and and tell his mom that he hasn't met Aryan yet. And he's like, the poor guy, he's trapped behind a 50-foot wall. What am I going to do? Uh-huh. That he put up. <laughs> yes, to, to protect himself. So that night, Gaurav is watching the news, and there's a story about how Aryan actually hit this mm-hmm. young up-and-coming actor, Sid Kapoor. And this is the guy who everyone's been saying is going to replace Aryan as the biggest name in Bollywood. And Sid Kapoor is interviewed for this news segment, and he's saying, like, nobody should be bullied by a senior actor like this. And I really like that they used footage from Happy New Year. (laughs) Yeah, 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 Um, which we'll talk about. (laughs) I'm very excited, yes. So Gaurav, he's not pleased to hear everything that Sid Kapoor is saying. And so he says to himself, no one can touch Aryan Khanna and Sid is going to be sorry. Mm. Yeah, that's not ominous. No, not at all. But the next day he shows up at Sid Kapoor's film set and he does actually manage to like get in front of Sid Kapoor, because there's all these fans. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that, like, all of Sid Kapoor's fans were women, and it was mostly men in the crowd outside of Aryan Khanna's house. Yeah. Which I think is the case outside of Shah Rukh's house. It's, it seems like it's a lot of men, a lot of dudes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> I think women are just, like, yeah, we'll happily go watch something be filmed. That's yeah. fun. Like, that's a thing. Yeah. Versus, like, I'm not going to loiter outside some guy's house. I've got shit to do. Men are loiterers because they don't have anything better to do with their time. Because they're all unemployed handsome men. (laughs) Women are busy. Yeah. (laughs) They have to pick up the slack. Um, That's very I feel like we just said some very incorrect (laughs) things. These do not reflect our actual beliefs. Uh, We're just being goofballs. Yeah. Gorov claims that he's actually, like, a great impersonator of Sid Kapoor. So he, like, does this kind of silly performance pretending to be Sid Kapoor, and Sid Kapoor is actually, like, kind of into it, and for some reason invites Gorov, like, back to his trailer with him, um, which feels very unsafe. (laughs) Right. I guess he's just like, I'm a tall, muscular action hero. Yeah, it's like, I'm going to be fine. I can take care of myself. Or he's just like so green as an actor that he like doesn't even think about these things. He is is in fact wrong to trust Gaurav uh, because Gaurav uses this opportunity to tie Sid to a chair and force him to apologize to Ariane and say that he intentionally was trying to ruin his career, but that Ariane is like actually the greatest. Um, mm-hmm. He like, you know, he films Sid saying all of this. And there were two moments in here that I like that were like Shahrukh like <laughs> references uh-huh. where like they call he said something about his skin being chocolatey he like called him chocolatey yeah um which because i remember Shabri- like, yeah he like said sometimes like someone told him he wasn't chocolatey enough <laughs> yeah which is just like that makes me so uncomfortable to hear because that's just like such a racist thing that like right you would not say to anybody in the states if you didn't want to get like punched <laughs> right right well yeah and i think like wasn't there some debate about like shahrukh potentially being like quote unquote like too dark yeah when he like started when he first yeah. started out yeah 
that's and a whole with, thing we have yet to I know. really dive into and, and i promise we will and i know kajal too oh my gosh and there was just yeah. a there's a movie coming out that i really want to watch but where like it's a tavino thomas movie and he is mm. dark and everybody's okay. like praising it everybody's like super into it and they're really excited about it but i'm like you have definitely painted your skin dark yeah it's like that rithic movie yeah there's lots of people with darker skin tones right. who can act too. Yeah. Love like love these actors. And it's and but also... then it's also the sort of thing where it's like it does seem like Rithik received some criticism for that. It does not seem like Tovi is receiving any criticism for what he's doing. Like I was literally like I was reading through the comments on the trailer and everybody is so excited about this movie. And so and I'm like, maybe okay, it's the well, difference if- between South India versus like and, Mumbai. Well, and it's just to me, it's like if the people who this movie is kind of like made for and about don't care, then why should I, a white lady from a completely different country, care? Yeah, it's a good point. But still, it's like if anybody out there does care, like I just want to know your want you to know your scene <laughs> is sort of the way I feel about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then the other the other reference being when Sid is saying he can't read Hindi. Yeah. Um, Gaurav like hands him the note card of what to say in Hindi and Sid's like, I don't know how to read this. <laughs> so Gaurav has done this thing. He's gotten this apology video. And yeah. the next thing we see is Aryan Khanna at home and his wife is watching the news and this apology video from Sid Kapoor is like, you know, the big news story. And Aryan comes over and joins her and he's saying like, this whole thing is just a game. Like this apology isn't real. And what we as the audience learn in this moment is that Sid had been hitting on Aryan's wife at a party. Right. Yeah. And so Aryan hit him, which isn't a good reaction but at least there was a bit of a reason it wasn't like he was hitting him because he was this like jealous of his success yeah yeah yeah. but then at that moment Ariane's assistant arrives and she shows him the unedited version of this quote-unquote apology video which Gaurav has Mm -hmm. sent them to be like, look at what I did for you, Ariane. Like, don't I deserve a thank you for this gracious thing that I have done? Yeah. And so he says, you know, I expect a call from Ariane. Mm-hmm. And Ariane and his wife watching this video are clearly very disturbed because as much as they are not fans of Sid Kapoor's, they do not want to see him tied up and tortured. But Ariane does call Garov. And Garov is like absolutely thrilled to be talking to Senior. And Mm -hmm. he tells him, like, I'm at the Delight Motel. I'm staying in room 205, just like you did. I traveled here, WT. And Ariane's like, okay, I'm going to send a car to come and pick you up and and bring you here so we can talk. Mm -hmm. When Gaurav hears a knock at the door, it's the cops who have shown up to arrest him. And he does manage to evade capture for quite some time. Um, Yeah. (laughs) There's this whole sequence of him, like, clambering around on the facade of the building. But he does end up getting snatched. Mm -hmm. And they bring him to the station and they beat him. And the whole time Garv is crying and he's saying, I did it for Aryan. And if Aryan finds out that you hurt me, then he's going to skin you alive. And then Aryan does arrive at the station that night, and he gives the cops some money, and he says that it's 
for them to give to Gorov to, like, help him get home. And he tells them, like, hey, keep going easy on him. Like, he doesn't know what he's doing. And then he's like, and let's make sure we keep this whole thing hush-hush, right? And they're like, oh, yeah, no, we got you. So Aryan goes into the room where they're keeping Gorov and... Gaurav is so happy to see him and he tells Aryan all about the competition and how he wins this lookalike competition every year and then he offers to perform his act for Aryan but he like stumbles and he's like I'm too nervous I can't do this in front of you. Yeah. And Aryan is not amused. He tells Gaurav that he has committed a crime and he reveals to Gaurav that he was the one who sent the cops to the motel. And Gaurav is very hurt by this because he thinks that he's, you know, done this thing to help Aryan. But Aryan is like, who do you think you are to help me? And Gaurav says, well, I'm your fan. And if I needed to, I would kill for you. Mm-hmm. So again, this is this is getting troubling, um, yep. if it wasn't already. And he starts to say that like all he wanted was to meet Arion, like maybe get his autograph, like maybe talk to him for five minutes. Like why would that be too much to ask? And Arion is like, listen, this is my life. I don't owe you five seconds of it. Yeah. And Gar and yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> and Garv starts to cry, and he and then he quotes Arian's line back to him about how you know he's nothing without his fans, and he says, "Without Garov, Arian is nothing." And so Arian, he's had enough at this point, so he grabs Garov, he pins him against the wall, and he says, "Go home as soon as the cops let you out. We're gonna forget that this ever happened," and he leaves. Yeah. And as much as I agree that Aryan does not owe this man anything, he did handle this in potentially the worst possible way he could, but that, Right, when that's you're the dealing with like made. an unstable person. Right. I mean, I don't know how to de-escalate a situation with like no. a stalker, but it does seem like this maybe isn't the way to do it. Yeah. So Gaurav, he kind of shuts down for the rest of his time in you know, staying at the police station. And when the cops finally let him out, he goes home and he tells his family that he never got to meet Aryan. And we see him actually sell his cyber cafe. And yeah. we also see him rip all of the pictures of Aryan off his walls. And then he like makes a big fire. And he, I love that he uses a book of matches <laughs> that have Aryan's yeah. face on it to like strike a match and let and light this this pile of pictures on fire. It's also it's like a massive pile. It's a lot. It's like like tearing <laughs> the wallpaper off your walls and burning it is what's happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then some. Yeah. And as he's, you know, watching these pictures go up in flames, he says he is going to make it so that whenever anyone mentions Aryan Khanna's name, it will be in the same breath as Gaurav Chandna. Mm -hmm. And then we flash forward a year and we see Aryan jogging through the streets of London and he's got his hood up and he's got his sunglasses on. Yes. I did note he jogs like an action star. Like, <laughs> like the way yeah, that the he hands. holds his arms. I'm like, <laughs> you're running like you're in a slow motion action like sequence. That's so. very funny. I really like that yeah. a lot. But so he goes into Madame Tussauds of all places. Yeah. But so he's there and he, he goes up and he's watching people take pictures of his wax statue. And then mm. there's a little girl in the crowd and she she spots him. And at first he's like, shh, don't tell anybody I'm here. But then, you know, people start to notice him. And then 
it took this long for me to realize that this is not Ariane, that this is Gaurav. Yeah, <laughs> I think they wanted you to think yep. that. They had me up until this point. And then you can just kind of tell from the way he's responding to the people mm. noticing him that this is not the way Ariane Kana would actually respond. Yes. Um, and so he, you know, the crowd kind of swarms him and then he ends up like going over and like getting face to face with his wax statue and the crowd's loving it. And he's saying like, gosh, this doesn't look anything like me. Like, look how big the nose is. And look how I love his big nose. I know, his nose is absolute perfection. (laughs) How dare they change it for this fan? Because the whole time I'm looking at him, I'm like, "Mm, your nose is not big enough. (laughs) Tell you're not Shahrukh because your nose is small. Um, Yeah. But yeah, going off about how this this wax figure is all wrong. And then he's like, everything about Ariane Kana is fake. And the crowd is starting to get more and more uncomfortable with this. And then Ariane is like, he's kind of like defacing the statue and... A security guard comes up and tries to stop him. And I really liked this line where the white security guard is like, hey, you're destroying our property. And then Gaurav is like, oh, so my face is the white man's property? Um, yeah. It's like, <laughs> well, that's, that's fascinating to unpack. But <laughs> it's like not what this movie is about, but it was a good moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but then Gaurav grabs a gun from the security guards. Yeah. And he's just, like, flailing it around. He's aiming it at people. But he gets away. And as everybody, you know, everyone, the crowd is, like, running and screaming because Aryan Khan has got a gun. And then Gaurav, like, takes off his hood, takes off his sunglasses, takes off the sweatshirt. And he just, like, blends into the crowd as they're Mm -hmm. leaving Madame Tussauds. And so the cops go to where Aryan is rehearsing for his live show, which is why he, actual Aryan Khan, (laughs) is in London. And they have a warrant for his arrest, which comes as a bit of a shock to him and to his whole staff. And they tell him, they're like, we saw you, we have the footage, everybody knows it was you, and you can come with us the nice way or the nasty way. And Uh Ariane just puts his sunglasses on and he (laughs) says, nasty. (laughs) Which I loved. (laughs) Yep, I loved that too. Because like, obviously, he doesn't think he did anything. So he's He's not thrilled about this whole thing. But also, like, this is it kind of like how with Gaurav, we get, like, little moments building up to seeing, like, really what he's capable of. We're getting that now kind of with Ariane. So the cops bring Ariane in. And there's another great moment where the woman who's taking his mugshot asks to take a selfie with him. which I really enjoyed. Um, I did too. And I like that he was like, yeah, okay. He's like, yeah, I'll do it. (laughs) So Ariane spends some time in a holding cell. He posts bail. And the deputy high commissioner is there to, you know, greet him and tell him that he's safe to travel on to his next gig, which is in Dubrovnik. Mm-hmm. We also learn, you know, like, the cops have gotten the CCTV footage from Ariane's house in London, which proves that he was just, like, chilling at home at the time of this incident. And so his name has been cleared. So he's on his private jet on the way to Dubrovnik, and he gets a call from Gaurav. And Gaurav mm-hmm. is telling him to apologize. And Aryan refuses, and so Gaurav says that he is going to prove his fan power. And he says, in 48 hours, Gaurav went from being Aryan's biggest fan to wanting to destroy him. So in 48 hours, he is going to destroy Aryan's stardom. Pretty frightening <laughs> call to receive. Yeah. And Aryan is quite unhappy about this. And again, we're starting to see like this temper flare that he has. 
And then they also realize that Gaurav is also in Dubrovnik, so they think that he is going to be pretending to be a guest at this wedding that Ariane is going to perform at, as you alluded to last week. Yes. Um, Ariane is getting ready for his performance, and he, like, pastes on this big fake smile. I really like all of the the moments like this, where you kind of, like, you see behind the curtain a little bit. Yeah, where you see him, like, getting the makeup on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's, like, getting ready to even just, like, walk in front of people, and then Mm -hmm. he's getting ready to actually perform. It's really well done. These are the kind of moments that I really, really liked about this movie. But so he's doing, he's in the middle of his performance, the crowd's loving it, and at one point he goes off stage and he's reading cue cards as part of a voiceover, and then he comes to one that just says, say sorry. Mm-hmm. So Ariane realizes that Gaurav isn't pretending to be a guest, but he's pretending to be staff at this event. Yeah. And so he's like going on and off stage for like his his costume changes for this performance. And he's also like trying to talk to his team and they're trying to figure out like who is Gaurav like pretending to be on this staff. And so they figure out who he is and then they're trying to find him on the security cameras, but he's nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. I do just love the professionalism that is shown in this. Uh-huh. How, yeah, Ariane is like dancing, 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 dancing. Runs yep. off stage, is like, okay, I have 15 seconds. Yep. <laughs> What's going on? And then he's like, okay, back, dancing, yes. performing. Yeah. I'm on it. <laughs> yeah. It's. And I was like, yeah, I mean, you have to be able to switch it off and on like that. You yeah. really do. It, it is really impressive. And also, like, kind of sad that he can't just be it like, is, yeah. I'm not in the place where I can do this right now. It's almost like this is maybe a point that the movie is making. Almost. <laughs> like, he really doesn't owe his the time where he can be himself to other people, but mm, mm-hmm. who knows? Um, <laughs> yeah, so they can't find Garov on the security cameras, and then they realize that the one place where there aren't any cameras is in the dressing room. And so Aryan, like, he wraps up his performance and he goes to the dressing room and Gaurav isn't there, but he sees that he has left a message in what I have to assume is lipstick on his mirror saying, mm-hmm. I am you. Yeah. Very creepy. But, but so Aryan's team, they, like, rush him into his next outfit because he's got to go now, like, right into the meet and greet after the event. So the camera then follows Aryan. Yeah. Uh, I just put that in quotes. <laughs> into into the crowd and he's putting on this show of being charming and being like you know collected and then he starts to dance with one of the young female wedding guests and Ariane's staff is watching the cameras and they realize that they're seeing Ariane in two places at once and they've got Ariane mm-hmm. like on a on a walkie-talkie or something and they're like oh my gosh Ariane we know you're dancing with with that woman but there's someone else who's in the hall who's like meeting people right now and Ariane's like I'm in the hall meeting people I'm not <laughs> dancing so Gaurav is the one who's dancing with this young woman and he starts to get handsy and she is very upset by this she's starting to like recoil from him but she's also like so shocked that it's happening that she she doesn't stop it like yeah it's it's a hard moment to watch as a woman um so this kind of happens and this woman is is getting alarmed by what's happening and then 
Gaurav as Aryan, he kind of like slips back into the crowd and sort of like mm-hmm. disappears. And the young woman starts to tell the people around her, like, Aryan Kana was just like fully trying to feel my body. And just as the crowd is starting to be like, oh my gosh, what are you talking about? What do you mean? This is horrible. That's when the real Aryan enters the room. Yeah. And so he is now being accused of assaulting this this poor young woman. Yeah. So Aryan, he's leaving this wedding in shame and also very upset because he obviously didn't do this, but everybody thinks mm-hmm. he did. And as he's being driven away, he looks into the crowd and he sees someone holding a sign that says, say sorry. And so he gets out of the car and he chases Gaurav through the streets of Dubrovnik. Yeah, beautiful city. Well, and this was where I remembered that this is where they filmed King's Landing for Game of Thrones, is in Dubrovnik. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so like, I was watching it, and I was like, oh, now they're at the Red Keep. It's great. Um, <laughs> it's quite a long chase sequence where yeah. they destroy some art, and they knock over some tables and chairs at a cafe. And mm-hmm. at one point, Aryan is chasing Garov on a motorbike, and Garov is somehow yeah. running faster than the motorbike. I don't know. Is it weird that I was watching this scene thinking, I bet that if you are like an action movie star, you are probably at least marginally better at these kinds of chase scenes <laughs> in real life than like your average Joe. Well, I don't know. I guess I'm like... You I think you have more confidence. I think you're right, though, and also certainly doing things because we know that in Bollywood, people do a lot of their own stunts, especially like right. s- like driving motorcycles. So yeah, I- Ariane definitely going to be good at chasing someone on a motorcycle and like doing some of the the moves. And yeah, and then and then there's like some parkour happening on some roofs. Yeah, love <laughs> but, it. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> but eventually, Aryan does corner Garov on the roof of the Red Keep, and um. <laughs> Garov, like, he gets away, and he actually, like, runs and jumps over the wall and into the sea below. Yeah. So now Aryan has to deal with the fallout of all of this because everyone thinks he assaulted a woman. And his big show that he was getting ready for in London gets canceled, and Mm -hmm. we see on the news that people in India are, like, literally burning effigies of him. Yeah. And I do want to say here that, like, you know, I'm coming to this with the perspective of someone in the U.S., but, like, I do not think that this is how people would react in this situation in the U.S. Like, if... Because, yeah. I mean, think about all of the celebrities who have been criticized for right. assaulting people and... Or rape. And like, and it's usually just, like... there. I mean, there are people who are immediately, like, I'm never, like, consuming any of their content again, and then there are plenty of people who stand up for them until the moment they're, like, declared guilty. Right. Um, And even after that, like, yeah, I was thinking about that, too. I was like, probably just because, like, we live in a country where that's overlooked all the time. Like, molestation cases happen all the time. Our freaking president, Mm -hmm. our ex-president was accused. Yeah. Well, and our current president, who, like, definitely more happy with Joe than with Don, but, like... (laughs) Never called not, him. not Indian Don. <laughs> <laughs> no, love for him to be president. But like, yeah, like Joe Biden, when he was vice president, women were always talking about how he'd like massage their shoulders and stuff. And it's like, yeah. don't do that. Don't touch my body. Yeah, it's literally like part of our like culture and it's, history. It's to like overlook expected. Yeah. Men with power and fame molesting women. Yeah, so. it's just it's just it's the norm. 
You're um, right. That would never happen. And you certainly wouldn't see a crowd of men. No. Right, exactly. This. And you know, and I don't know what the reaction would be in India because I I'm not I haven't lived there. I don't know what that would be, but right. Yeah. Just based on the fact that violence against women is pervasive among some groups of people, I also have to imagine that this would not be that upsetting to all of Ariane Khanna's fans. Yeah. At, at least not this immediately. No. Ariane does try to talk to the cops back in India at this moment. I'm not totally sure why, but he does. Um, but they're like, it's out of our jurisdiction, but like, you know, maybe if you come back to India, maybe we can handle it then. But so this doesn't really make Ariane all that faithful in the, the cop's ability to solve this problem. I mean, but what they're saying is true. It is true. And he also, <laughs> anyway, well, I'll come back to this at the, towards the I, end. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know. And that's where my mind is too. Yeah. I'm like, huh, okay. <laughs> all right. Um, but so Ariane, he decides he's going to hold a press conference and he assures the press that he's being in impersonated he would never do this he would never assault a woman and then he just very casually reveals that he is about to catch a plane back to india mm-hmm. and so we see Ariane arrive back at home but his security at the house stops him and says his wife has refused to let him in without seeing his face and so he goes up to the camera and he starts reciting facts about himself one of which is that he is five foot ten um <laughs> Which, Which is, maybe Ariane Khanna is, but Shah Rukh Khan sure But isn't. he's not, because they do the mug shot. Oh, I didn't even think and about that. And it shows that. that he's, yeah, like 5'7". Yeah. That's really funny. I didn't even think about that. That's great. But anyway, so it's clear to us, the audience, that this is not Ariane, but his yep. wife isn't sure, because she's like looking at him through a fuzzy camera. Well, and he's not even like looking into the camera for a reason. Yeah, he's, like, looking around. He's got his hood up again, I think. And so she takes out her cell phone and she calls Ariane's cell and it goes to voicemail. And she's Mm -hmm. like, why aren't you answering my call? And he's like, well, my phone's off. Like, let me come inside and I'll tell you why. No, this is all so (laughs) suspicious. It's all so (laughs) suspicious. Um, And But she she does let him in. And it's dark. When he comes in, he, like, walks into the living room, and she, mm-hmm. like, runs up to hug him, and, oh, this moment, like, really gave me yeah, chills. Yeah, immediately. Where, like, immediately she knows that she is hugging a man who is not her husband. Ugh. And he's inside the house. And Ugh. he's, she has let him in the house. So they go up to her bedroom, and he's still, like, trying to hide his face from her, because he doesn't realize that she knows but she slips away from him. She goes into the closet where she has a gun hidden. Um, <laughs> Which, as she was slipping away, I was like, okay, surely she's going for a phone oh. <laughs> to alert all of the security around their house. Yeah, like, that would have been smart. But, but no, no, she got a gun? She got a gun. Yeah, and I don't know why. <laughs> well, okay, we'll talk about what happens later. So, yeah, so she goes, she grabs a gun, and then this moment, too, also, like, this also really got me. She comes mm, around yeah. the corner. She's got the gun and Gaurav is sitting there on the bed with her daughter in his arms. Yeah. And this was where I was. I was like, I really wish this movie had been more of a thriller. Yes, because they had those elements. Yeah. yeah. They had so many good moments. I was like, I wish she just leaned fully in that direction. But so Gaurav, like, he sets her daughter aside and he tells Aryan's wife, listen, I have nothing against you. I have nothing against your children. I'm just here. I want to see Aryan study. 
And so she brings him to the study, and Gaurav is, like, looking around at all this film memorabilia that Aryan has in his office. And mm-hmm. then he's like, you know, these are all Aryan's memories, and they're my memories, too. And then he starts <laughs> smashing stuff. Yeah. And Starting with, like, the instrument from Yeah, DLJ, the mandolin, right? Yeah, it's very on. sad. <laughs> But Aryan's wife, like, watching him smash all this stuff, she tries to apologize on Aryan's behalf, but Garav says, no, he needs to hear it from Senior. Then he's saying that Senior is the real criminal for breaking all of his fans' hearts. He then says that Aryan has left him with nothing, and he's a liar and a fake, and Gaurav pulls out his trophy that he won from last year's contest, and he puts it on the shelf that he has just cleared, and he wishes Aryan a belated happy birthday, and then he starts to sob. I've kind of lost track of his motivation at this point. (laughs) Have you? Yeah, like, I, I wish that his motivation had been more like actually destroying Aryan's life. I mean, I don't wish that for right. Aryan, but like that's what I think would have made the movie better. But it's like he still is seeking out his pride and his approval. Yeah. But also is sabotaging any chance he has at that. I, and like knowingly and intentionally, like I think it just got murky. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I think the way that I am choosing to interpret it in this moment is that he wants Aryan to apologize because he wants Aryan to like acknowledge that he is like an equal in some way and that Gaurav did like do this like great generous thing for him by beating mm-hmm. up Sid Kapoor. That's where I feel like the like desire for his pride is coming into play. And so he's like, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's complicated. And I think complicated can be good when it's well, f- yeah. when it's well fleshed out. <laughs> um, right, right. And then I'm not exactly sure what happens plot-wise in here because, like, the next thing we see is Aryan arriving back at home and the security is mm-hmm. like, wait a minute, you're here. But then he goes inside and Gaurav is gone and Aryan's wife has had time to deliver the children to her parents' house. Yeah. I, so I'm not really so sure. So how did Gaurav leave? Yeah, like, I don't know exactly what happens I- I through here, but this this is the situation that we are, are given. Um, yes. So Aryan, he walks into his study, he finds his wife, like, sitting there amongst all of his smashed also, memorabilia. Because he was coming home in, like, 20 minutes. Right, yeah. Like, it's, yeah. A quick turnaround of, of events yep. here. <laughs> um, but so his wife is telling Aryan that they need to call the police, but Aryan is like, well, the police aren't going to do anything for us. I need to handle this myself. But now a crime has been committed in India. Right, Someone exactly. Someone broke into your house and trashed <laughs> like, it. This is what the cops told you they could help you with. <laughs> right, like call the cops. What are you saying? <laughs> it's very, very silly. But he's, you know, he's determined and he says that, you know, Gaurav has only seen his star face, but now he's going to see his real face because he's a deli man too. There it is. I was watching it and I was like, all right, I'm just waiting for him to bring up the fact that he He's from Delhi. <laughs> it's constant. Like yeah. in, in these movies where it's like, well, I'm a Delhi boy. Yeah. So like <laughs> Delhi I'm hard knocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And sure enough, it came up. Yeah. It, yep. Here we are. But uh, yeah, so some time passes. Not exactly sure how much of it. But Gaurav receives a call from his mom that he first ignores. But then he calls her back and she tells him that she and his dad are in trouble. And then Aryan grabs the phone because mm-hmm. Aryan has kind of taken his parents hostage in a way. Um, kind of, but in a way that they seem they're like on pretty board. okay. Yeah. 
not thrilled about what their son is doing. No. Um, so he's just kind of like got them on his side. So Gorov, you know, he's upset that Aryan is like with his parents. So he tells Aryan they got to meet face to face or maybe Aryan says that to Gorov. I don't know. Anyway, they're going to meet. <laughs> they're going to meet. They're going to go toe to toe. Yes. Mano a mano. Man to man. <laughs> man to man. <laughs> um, Can we get through an episode without referencing a Carrie Ellis film? I, never, no. never. Um, but so Garov tells Aryan to meet him at the contest because the, the lookalike contest happens to be going on this very night. So when they get out the phone, Garov's dad is telling Aryan that Garov is a good boy and Garov's mom is saying that, you know, it's their fault for letting this obsession with Aryan go too far. And she mentions Garov's crush, Neha, who we had we met at the start of the movie. We've seen her a few times throughout as well. Yeah. So everyone ends up back at the contest. There's a ton of people there. It's like a full-blown carnival. Yeah. And at the contest, the announcer calls up their favorite final act, Aryan Khanna Jr. And the audience boos as Aryan, the real Aryan, <laughs> takes the stage. But the announcer's mm-hmm. like, calm down, everyone. It's just our boy Gaurav. It's not the real Aryan Khanna, but it is. <laughs> but it is, yeah. <laughs> um. And Aryan, pretending to be Garov, he does an act where he first he's professing his love to Neha. And Neha is like, no, I don't love you. I only love the real Aryan. And then Aryan, still pretending to be Garov, confesses everything that Garov has, you know, has gotten up to. All the shenanigans. Mm -hmm. And Neha then calls him a monster. And then the real Garov, who has been, like, watching this whole thing from the top of, like, some carnival ride in the distance, yeah. he stands up and he starts shooting because he's got a gun. Because he's got the gun that he took from... I think so. He took the gun Aryan's from... wife? From Aryan's yeah. wife. Yeah. He... That's a problem. Like, at that point, you're like, <laughs> you should call the police yeah. because there's, like, an armed person. There's a man on the loose with a gun, like... <laughs> We should maybe do something about this. But I also wanted to point out that I just, similarly to other Shah Rukh films where he's playing two parts, I just kind of forget that he's playing both parts because he does a very good job of like putting on the persona of these individual characters. But so it was so cool to see Aryan, who was like the more typical Shah Rukh. Yeah then shift and completely hold his shoulders differently. Right, yeah. He changes everything, like the way he walks, the the way he carries his body Yeah, he to is, pretend to be Garov. I was yeah. like, this is, I just, I love to see it. It's really good. He is really good at it. That did make me think, though, and I don't know if you know this, but if they used, like, a body double? I think they had to because yeah. we see Gorov shirtless. Like, he's not as broad right. as he's He's very Shahrukh, thin. And he's not muscular either. And apparently, uh, Shah Rukh Khan filmed this alongside Diwale. Oh, so he needed to be jacked for that. Right. And I'm like, I mean, he's super jacked in Diwale. And, and I just, there's no way that he could have either started out muscular and then gotten that not muscular or vice versa I would think so I have to believe they probably did use a body double but I don't know that I 
that's kind of what I was assuming too. I was thinking that, you know, they did it Captain America style. Um, yes. But yes. that to me, like that almost makes it even more impressive in this moment where like, you know, right. Garv's body has been a different person and still Shahrukh as Aryan is able to like emulate that really mm-hmm. well. Well, and I was thinking that they would have only used the body double sometimes. That's a good point. Yeah, they probably were I able to cheat can, it in other moments. Yeah. He can like make himself less... And I wouldn't be surprised, too, if they did something like had him act out everything and then had someone else Mm, like in front of the camera at certain moments. Anyway, movie magic. But so, yeah, Garv, he's shooting the gun. As far as we know, nobody gets hurt. But so he Mm -hmm. he goes off running and then Aryan runs after him and we get another chase scene. And this time they're running through some traffic and then they're running up some scaffolding. I was also thinking in the middle of this action scene, I was kind of over it. You know, Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, you've now given us... This is the third action sequence and it's just too long mm-hmm. and maybe if we if this was only the second one yeah I'd be more interested but you're right yeah I was just like come on yeah I wish <laughs> each one had been shorter or there had been fewer yeah I agree yeah. but so they end up on the top of a roof and they're like fighting over the gun but eventually Aryan does get the better of Gaurav and Aryan delivers this whole long speech about how Garov should just go back to his life and how Aryan is just another guy from Delhi trying to live his life. And he's like, listen, I yeah. don't have time to meet all my fans. And so he's like, you've got to step out from my shadow. You've got to try to be yourself. And then Aryan says, like, you know, let me live my life and you live your life. And we'll just again, we'll just forget that this ever happened. We'll just move on. And he helps Garov to mm-hmm. his feet and you think for a moment that we've, like, reached a consensus, like we've reached a happy ending. Yeah. But then Garov says, nope, you've destroyed my life. You've taken everything from me. I've lost the love of my family, of my friends, and now I've lost you. So he agrees that the game is over. But he says, Aryan never said sorry. And so again, he's going to make sure that no one can separate Aryan's name from his in the future. Mm-hmm. And then Garov throws himself over the side of the building. Yeah. And Aryan tries to catch him. He catches his hand, but Garov lets go and he falls to his death. Yep. And so then, like, a, a couple days pass and somehow it is presented to us that, like, it is the case now that other people are agreeing that Aryan Khanna, even though he has cleared his name, that the imposter Garov Chandna's name is going to be linked to his forever. But today is Aryan's birthday again, and his assistant comes in as he's, I guess, watching this news report, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, or shortly after, yeah. Yeah, and um, so he, you know, he's he's feeling things because he kind of was almost like he killed a guy recently. Not really, kind but of. like, it was, yeah. it was a little bit like that. <laughs> um, but his assistant comes in and tells him that everyone is waiting. And so Aryan walks out onto his terrace and he's waving at the people, but he's looking pretty broken up about this whole thing. And then he sees Gaurav in the crowd. Mm-hmm. And Gaurav is not actually there, but no. he smiles from beyond the grave and Aryan waves at him and we fade to black. Before we get to the credits, we see a series of selfies that Garov had taken over the course of the movie, mm-hmm. and that is the end yeah. of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I. The concept of this film is, like, what do celebrities actually owe their fans? Right. Which I think is a really interesting question. It is, yeah. 
And I don't understand the point of it, though, towards the end. I agree. Yeah. What are we supposed to take from seeing these, like, photographs? Like, these selfies? It really seemed like they were trying to end with us seeing Gaurav as, like, a sympathetic character. Right. But But that does then (laughs) totally undermine the The, message that, yeah, celebrities don't owe us their time like us their fans like yeah they're doing a job and they shouldn't be expect like i think about this for myself sometimes where i'm like you know it's my job to kind of be nice to people and help them through tough times and when i'm not on the clock i don't want to be nice to people like (laughs) i don't want to feel like i have to do that and so yeah. and like you know that's like a tiny little version of like being a celebrity who's like it's my job to perform and there are some moments where I cannot be performing and I right. just want to be myself and that does not always mean that I'm talking to people yeah because I did actually like Ariane's whole speech yeah. on that rooftop I, yeah yeah me too because that kind of feels like it is addressing the audience members who are just quote-unquote like normal people yeah who we're never going to be famous, we're never going to be superstars, we're never going to be super rich. And so it's like, stop aspiring to something that's just not going to happen and focus on all the great things you have in your life. And like the relationships, which is really what's most important. Yeah, Um, yeah. Because we also see, we're like, yeah, he's got lovely parents who are supportive and who would have accepted him had he come back to them and apologized. He's got this beautiful woman who does seem like she would be open to something. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And, like, he owned his own shop. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. He had so many good things going for him, and I just think it would have been a more powerful message for him to be like, you know what, yeah, you're right. Yep. Not to mention how good he was as a performer, because, yeah, I mean, I feel like he could have made that his living. Like, there are people who do that in the world, (laughs) who make a living impersonating celebrities. Um, Yeah. The other thing that I was thinking about, and, like, this would have undermined that message, so I feel like either we could have gone in that direction that you just described, Mm -hmm. or the other thing that I really thought was going to happen was that the way that Gaurav was going to link his name to Aryan's was by, like, actually actively destroying Aryan's life. Completely, yeah. Yeah, and, like, there was a moment where Aryan and his wife were talking about how, you know, she's like, oh, well, someone's got to flirt with me because you don't have time. And I was like, oh, he's going to cause them to, like, you know, he's going to destroy his marriage and he's going to, like, make it so that he he can't be around his kids anymore because he, like, assaulted this woman. And, like, I was coming up with all these ideas in my head (laughs) that then, like, didn't pan out. And like true villainous, stuff. yeah, and yeah. true things that would have made it so that Ariane wasn't going to be able to prove that he was innocent, and so he was actually mm-hmm. going to have had his life destroyed. And that again, it would not have had that same message <laughs> right, of like right. celebrities don't owe us time, good but like thriller. right. So that was that was kind. Of, those were the things that I was thinking about as I was watching the movie. But overall, I think ultimately it was a cool idea that was not maybe not executed as well as it could have. been but overall enjoyed it don't think I will watch it again but that's okay yeah I agree I'm gonna be honest I did not really do research this week because Mm -hmm. I was just so focused on wanting to have this conversation of like (laughs) 
what do celebrities owe their fans yeah like not just in bollywood but like in hollywood and in general because i think it's it's important so let me just background on fan just a little more background Mm -hmm. other than what i already said earlier shah rukh was given the plot the same year that manish sharma read it to aditya chopra so in 2006 shah rukh was like oh yeah i find this idea really intriguing and i want to be a part of it so i do think that there's a reason that it is so tailored to him oh yeah Um, yeah and i was actually thinking too i was like would this have worked with a different actor yeah and maybe but it feels so much more real when it's shah rukh khan because that is the level of fame he has right yeah the project was revived in late 2013. So there was seven years there where I think they were probably like, how do we really tailor this to Shah Rukh Khan's life? And I think yeah. they did that really well. Also, it did win the Filmfare Award for Best Special Effects. So. That's great. I, that that feels very well deserved. Yeah. Um, circling back around to like how it mirrors Shah Rukh's life because they actually do use footage of Manat from like the out... Side. I wondered if they did, yeah. Mm-hmm. That is definitely, those are his walls. Mm-hmm. They did not go inside. They used like a studio for the inside okay. scenes. But also, apparently when Shah Rukh Khan was young and he was acting in like stage plays, he also was known for his imitations of Bollywood actors. Oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> It is interesting um, because then I'm like, are we kind of seeing, I don't know, not not two sides of a coin because mm-hmm. I, I don't think either of these are accurate depictions of Shah Rukh Khan as a person. <laughs> yeah. I really like that thought of like them being two sides of the same coin because I don't think that they were necessarily saying that like, okay, if Shah Rukh hadn't, you know, <laughs> right, he'd be become an actor, like this is what he would have done. But how thin that veil really is. And this is, mm-hmm. I don't say this to like in any way belittle the skills <laughs> of right. someone like Shah Rukh Khan or anybody who has made acting their career choice and like actually can successfully live off of that. Obviously, that takes talent, mm-hmm. and it also takes luck, and it also yeah. takes, in a lot of cases, not in Shah Rukh's case, but in a lot of cases in industries, nepotism, you know? And yeah. there's, it helps. So it is, <laughs> it helps. I think it is drawing attention to how thin that line really could be, and I like how that ties then in with Ariane's, you know, his monologue at the end of the movie saying, I'm just a guy doing a job. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because then I was like, we don't really have the equivalent of Shah Rukh Khan standing on his walls and waving to thousands of people. No, yeah. Um, But honestly, either does India. I looked into (laughs) this, except for Uh Amitabh Bakchan. I figured, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, who is the only other person who has that. He's apparently had some scary situations where, like, a fan said they were gonna kill themselves if oh Amitabh like didn't meet them or become their best friend and that fan was then arrested but Amitabh did go to like the prison to meet with him oh wow um, because he was so distraught yeah and it seems like that could very easily have been part of the inspiration for this story yeah like right that, yeah yeah that is tragic yep and I feel for those people who feel like that is the only purpose in their life is to 
know these celebrities because mm-hmm. also they don't really know them. They only know the persona that is like put on for them. It's not these celebrities then job to go and give your life purpose. Like that's yeah. not what they sign up for. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about any relationship that you might have with somebody who struggles with their mental health. There are ways to handle that and handle the stress and or manipulation that may come out of that. Yeah. That are not the way like the way that we see Ariane handling the situation. Right. You know, that are not <laughs> neither leaning in nor fully using derogatory terms towards that person. Like Yeah. But celebrities, you know, you're not you're probably not trained in how you deal with serious mental health crises. So if that's being directed towards you, you in no way should be expected to be able to handle that no matter who you are. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of love the choice that they had Ariane respond in that way, even though Mm -hmm. it was not, you know, necessarily the best choice. Right. Because it proves their point, which is just that celebrities are humans. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. (laughs) Who have flaws and who have emotions. And it also then drives home the point that Ariane makes in his speech at the end where he's like, I get mad. I get sad sometimes. Like, yeah, I'm just a person. I like that choice then in the context of this film. Yeah, Um, absolutely. You're so right about that. Yeah. There's this sense of entitlement that fans have. Yeah. People feel like because, and it's just like like Gaurav says in his opening monologue, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, I think that we're friends because I see him every week at the movie theater. That's not the way that works. (laughs) Right. There's no real relationship there. Yeah, and as someone who has been in love with a lot of actors in the past, I understand how confusing it can be, but like... (laughs) I I do, yeah. I mean, like, so in love that it physically hurts. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Orlando Bloom was my first, but (laughs) not my last. (laughs) Yeah. Heath Ledger was my first. Oh, Heath Ledger. I fell in love with him literally right before he died, which was really unfortunate That's really sad. I... Yeah can still sometimes have that emotion but it's like I can recognize it for what it is which is like deep infatuation yeah with an idea of a person right and also realizing that that idea does not really exist and it's much better to keep it an idea in your head (laughs) yeah but there was one more thing I wanted to mention about this too because I was like putzing around the internet and I did come across an article from May 3rd 2023 so earlier this year Mm -hmm. that was in the Indian Express and it detailed how Shah Rukh Khan lost his patience with a fan in the Mumbai airport Mm. he was deplaning in Mumbai and this person approached him with their phone hoping for a selfie Mm -hmm. and Shah Rukh used his arm to block him and then hurried into his waiting car and people were like very upset by this like how dare you not have time for your fans and this was shortly after Patan had come out to such fanfare yeah and they were like you know we're the reason Patan was a blockbuster it's kind of just that unsaid expectation that sense of entitlement you have no idea like what if one of his kids was sick And Mm -hmm. he was like, I just need to get home to be with my child. Like, you don't know in that snapshot of a moment what he is feeling, what he has on his mind. Yeah. 
it's so rude to assume that they should give you their time at any right. given moment. Yeah, um, absolutely. It was just one of those things where I was like, wow, here it is, like, real time, what this whole movie is showing us. Yeah. That, like, Shah Rukh is still having to deal it's with. still real. Yeah. And it's like, it doesn't matter how many people you do stop and take the selfie with. Mm-hmm. If you don't because... do it once, you're mm-hmm. going to get the, yeah, exactly. I am going to say several things very quickly. One, I think Shah Rukh has admitted to having a temper in the past Mm -hmm. and I think that it's really interesting knowing that about him like I think he was one time arrested for hitting somebody earlier on in his career Mm -hmm. there's definitely been other maybe questionable things that he's but he's like aware of that and talks about it and so one I admire him for talking about it and two I think it's interesting that he let that be a part of Ariane Khanna's character yeah. I also want to just mention that I had a celebrity encounter very recently. Um, last weekend, I saw Luis Guzman at <laughs> I forgot. At Did a I restaurant know that? In, water- in Burlington. I don't know if I told you. I don't think you told me. <laughs> yeah. Luis Guzman. And apparently he lives in the area. He has a house in the oh. area. And so I was just, I was at a bar with a friend and suddenly this man walked by and we both looked at each other and I was like, that looked a lot like Luis Guzman and my friend was like that was Luis Guzman he has a house in the area <laughs> and I did not go up to him I did not have any expectations no, you're just like hey Luis cool Guzman. I was just like there goes Luis Guzman um and now I mean <laughs> I love Luis Guzman yeah I don't love him as much as Shah Rukh Khan. <laughs> right. Like okay if it were a bigger and I was trying to think of a Hollywood equivalent actor and I'm like I can't because I don't I think there's either. any Hollywood <laughs> actors that you would go up to, but like a Shah Rukh Khan, a Ranveer Singh. Right. Oh, although if Ranveer and Deepika were there, I would just be like, I just want to stare well, at them. Honestly, part of the reason <laughs> I feel like I would go up to any South Asian star is because if they were in Vermont, probably they would not have many people coming up to them. That's like, true. There would be some, probably not many. So... I don't feel like I would be disturbing them yeah. because they would not have maybe had as many encounters that day. But that's a good point. <laughs> the last thing I wanted to say is I think that one of my favorite Shah Rukh Khan quotes fits in really, really well with everything we've been talking about, which is something that he said multiple times that he's no longer Shah Rukh Khan. He's an employee of the myth of Shah Rukh Khan. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Like, one, what a profound thing for him to say. He's brilliant and I love him. But also, (laughs) like, it's such an alarming thing to think about that he has, like, transcended being a human person in some ways. Mm -hmm. But he is still a human person. He's just, like, the human person that is kind of, like, functioning so that this non-human entity of Shah Rukh Khan can continue to exist in the world. It's very strange and layered, and I love it. (laughs) It is. Yeah, I agree. And I started to second-guess myself last week. And now, though, having watched it, having had this discussion, I think it's kind of the perfect place to wrap up our Shah Rukh Khan month. I agree. Um, Just kind of recognizing, yes, what all of his fans have done for him over the years, but also what he has brought to all of his fans and the world in general. So it's fascinating stuff. It really is. Thanks, Thanks, Shah Rukh Khan. Thank you, SRK. Imagine if he ever heard this. <laughs> oh, hi. He won't. <laughs> he won't. But we can we can pretend like he. This is exactly the kind of fantasy that's best living in our heads and not ever exactly. expecting to come to fruition. Great Bollywood news. I actually have some stuff, Kim. Oh, great! You go first. Okay. 
I've got two things. Okay, perfect. Um, also note to our listeners that we are recording twice in one week, so this is actually like a week or two early. Yeah. Yeah, so our We're, news is going to be outdated. It's way, way not news anymore. Yeah, but it's news for us. <laughs> but the 30th anniversary of Bazigar happened recently. Yes, yeah. Yes, it did. Happy birthday, Bazigar. <laughs> Happy birthday. I, I'm looking forward to watching that on the pod. Sure, yes. It's a good one. Another kind of creepy thing. <laughs> yeah, back in the day when Shahrukh wanted to be a villain. Yeah. He's had so many transitions in his career. It's he great. Is. Good for him. Yeah, he's great. He's crushing it. Love him. <laughs> um, but the other thing was that my worlds collided. <laughs> this is on my list, too. <laughs> Earlier this week. How did you know? Did I talk to you about the oh, wait, maybe, documentary? Maybe you're about to talk about something different. No, go, go ahead. <laughs> okay. So the Beckham documentary. Okay, yes. This is what I wrote down. Yep, go ahead. <laughs> I did not care a lick about football beyond welcome to Wrexham so I which I like I, I like welcome well, to Wrexham and also we call it soccer we call it soccer correct I do really care about you care American a lot about football, football. yeah <laughs> soccer I was kind of like eh that's not for me I also didn't really care about David Beckham uh-huh but the Beckham documentary really changed my mind it is amazing if you haven't watched it do it now so anyway then I go on Instagram, and first I see Farron Oktar with David Beckham. That's amazing. And then I saw the photo of him with Shah Rukh. Yeah. And I was like, does David know who you are? Does David Beckham realize how special this is? I don't know. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. <laughs> he seems like he's a lovely individual. Well, and I also feel like, you know, I think Indian culture has like seeped out more in England than that it has true. here in the US. Like things like liking Bollywood maybe a little more mainstream among the white people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's true. But that's just my guess. Yeah. I was very excited because I'm yeah. in love with David Beckham now and I'm in love with Shah Rukh Khan and I'm in love with Farhan Akhtar so <laughs> yeah yeah I wrote this down too I also have no idea what he was doing there but he was hanging out at Sonam Kapoor's house yeah. and I don't know if that's where he met Shah Rukh Khan but that was where he met Farhan Akhtar mm -hmm. so that means he was also hanging out with Sonam and Anil Kapoor yeah so good for him I'm very jealous of David Beckham right now <laughs> <laughs> I'm jealous of all of them like I don't even know who to be jealous of I haven't watched the, the Beckham documentary yet, but I, you know, I can understand the love and appreciation that you have. Yeah. I do, and I have always been a big fan of Victoria Beckham. Oh, Victoria Beckham's amazing. Spice. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of sports and Bollywood, yes. um, cricket's happening. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. We know nothing about it, nope. and Anushka Sharma's husband did some impressive cricket thing. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> we mentioned that in Humpty Sharma. No, he did another we? impressive oh. Oh, a, a cricket a thing. thing. Okay, <laughs> wow. He's continuing to be an impressive cricket boy. Who knew? Um, that is the official <laughs> title. Probably a lot a of people. A lot of people knew. I know. <laughs> I think, I'm pretty sure his name is Virat Kohli. Mm. And I don't even know enough about cricket to understand what it was that he did. It was like the 50th something. Cool. And also the word century was being thrown around as it often is in cricket. And I have no idea what that means. But Someday. exciting, exciting because it's Anushka Sharma's husband. And I just get really excited for her when he's successful. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and I also get excited to see all of like our Bollywood boys who 
like are super into cricket who are just like cheering him on. Yeah. It's just fun. I'm not a sports person with any of the sports, but I I also <laughs> like the energy that goes into just like people rallying behind a team. Yeah. So sports go sports. Yeah. Yeah. Sport. Sport it out. Sp- friends. Sp- sport and sport. Oh, remember that woman who was sporting in front of uh Yes. <laughs> Of that other guy, yeah. yeah, the guy who who displayed his affections or, prominently. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they used the word prominently, but I did. Yeah, we knew what they were talking about. <laughs> so pluggables. Yeah. <laughs> um, follow us on Instagram or TikTok at Two White or Girls both. Talk Bollywood, or both. That's a good choice. <laughs> um. We always appreciate any and all interaction on either of those platforms. Uh, Love to see you there. And you can Mm -hmm. also subscribe and leave a rating or review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. That is also always appreciated. And Mm -hmm. as always, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, thanks, friends. And join us on YouTube and Spotify. Listen to our Bollywood Bangers playlists. Uh, We put our favorite songs from the movies that actually have songs (laughs) on there. (laughs) And uh, you can find those in our episode descriptions, the links, as well as in our posts on Tuesdays on Instagram. Yes. And it's funny because we are are ending our unit. We are. Shah Rukh Khan. (laughs) But we're not done with Shah Rukh Khan. We're never done with Shah Rukh Khan. Let's be honest. Never done. We couldn't, in good conscience, ignore the fact that, yeah. that Jawan came out and yeah. is available to stream now. Right. Yeah. It's literally on Netflix. So, yeah. We have to do it. So that's what we're, yep, that's we what we're doing. Yeah. You know, we want to keep up with the times. And also, too. we just really want to watch it. And also, we just really want to watch this movie. Yeah, I have, I still, like, no idea what it's about, no idea what to expect. Can't wait to just be taken on whatever ride this is going to take me on. Shall I go right to the plot description? (laughs) I think so. I mean, yeah, right? Okay. So on IMDb, our plot description is a high-octane action thriller, which outlines the emotional journey of a man who is set to rectify the wrongs in society. Ooh. All of them. All the wrongs, All the wrongs. rectified by Jawan. <laughs> High octane. <laughs> That's always a good adjective. Yeah, get ready for your octanes to be off the charts. <laughs> yeah. The Netflix synopsis is, <laughs> in this extended version of the pan-Indian smash hit, a prison warden embarks on a violent crime spree to root out corruption and settle a past score. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, we've got high octane, we've got scores being settled, we've got wrongs being righted. Yes. We've got it all. It's going to be a good time. Like, I'm anticipating some really good action. Right. No matter what, the movie is going to have moments that are fun to watch. Yeah. And maybe some that are hard to watch. Maybe. But mostly good. Some very gruff Shah Rukh Khan voice. It's got a 7.1 on IMDb, which is pretty Ooh, good. That is pretty good. So, And didn't we yeah. establish that it crushed Patan's record? It did, yeah. So, I don't know. I'm excited, I though. It's going to be good. So, yeah. I don't even have any doubts. Like, watch it. Enjoy it. Because like, <laughs> we're all going to enjoy it. I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. I, yep. 
And uh, until next time, remember, Bollywood doesn't need us, but we need Bollywood. But in a normal, healthy amount. Correct, correct. A normal, healthy appreciation. Yes, and respect. <laughs> yes. Don't don't go beating up actors. Don't do it. Don't go beating <laughs> up actors. <laughs> Just to listen do. to our advice here on our podcast. <laughs> 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 <laughs>